Ready Check Radio. Hello, Internet! Welcome once again to Snowbound. It's Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's time for a podcast. The Blizzard Podcast, in fact, brought to you by ReadyCheckRadio.com. We love having you here every Tuesday for Snowbound, Thursday for the Relic Grind, and Saturday for Gaming Gumbo. Plus, all the different streamers. Might just broke my pen. That's great. Uh, all the different streamers <laughs> streaming throughout the week. Check the schedule on ReadyCheckRadio.com. R-A-I-D-E-O. And if you're listening on Spotify, head on over to the site. Follow all the socials in the upper right. YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. And hell, bring your friends. Come to a live show. We love hanging out with chat, getting their responses to things in real time in the show. It's a two-man operation today. It's just me and Mr. Dom Greco, a.k.a. Zista. What's up, sir? How's it going? How you doing today? Ooh, what do you got? On your left, you have become one of Snowbound's mightiest heroes. You, you are, in fact, on my left. Yes. You are, uh, in fact. Avengers Assemble. Oh, yes. It's, that's fantastic. So happy that's you. The, you're you're the picture over there. Did you notice? It's you. You're you're angry like the Hulk. I don't know if I want to do this two man shit anymore. Uh, <laughs> 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 I have to get somebody else for this gig. Uh, yeah, Indy, uh, a little tied up in an appointment today. No, no big deal. She'll be back next week. Uh, we love her. Uh, she'll and she'll be. She's fine. She's fine. Just a little tied up in traffic. She'll be back here next Tuesday. No worries. Well, I mean, there's not a lot of news, uh, Mr. Zista, in mm-hmm. the uh, the Blizzard arena. I mean, this is the Blizzard podcast. We got some things to talk about. There's definitely some news, but you know, we're kind of in that that like in between space for everything right now. Yeah. You know, Shadowlands it launched. We're waiting on nine one now, you know. Overwatch yeah, two next year, Diablo four yeah. next year. Hearthstone had an expansion. Talked about it last week and the week before. We'll talk a little more because some odds and ends and fixes and stuff. But you know, their big thing was last week and the week before. Yeah, so it's kind of a, a little bit of a doldrums period. But that doesn't mean that there ain't controversy, brother. It doesn't mean that's true. That there isn't controversy. That's something we've talked a little bit about on the show here before uh, between myself and all, all the other hosts here. We have talked about maybe being a little concerned three or four weeks ago about is 9.1 taking a little longer than normal? Uh, maybe, but we were still working heroics at the time. So, you know, maybe it was just imagined. And <laughs> Well, we weren't the only ones with those concerns, obviously. Uh, right. But a few weeks ago, two weeks ago, in fact, and I don't know if you saw this, we didn't bring it to the show because it was really just, you know, somebody talking on their stream, right? It really wasn't like news or, or anything. But then this past week, Blizzard made an announcement, and all of a sudden this offhanded kind of comment on a, a very prominent World of Warcraft streamer's stream maybe started carrying a little more concern. A little more concern. We're talking, of course, about Tally. And and to be clear, first off, like both of us know Tally in real life. Uh, so full disclosure there. Like I, he would not remember me, but we passed at Game Breakers. Zista, he would remember you. You guys have, have, have known each other for a while. 
Yeah, um, and uh, Indy actually used to do a podcast with right. him. That's that's actually how I met Tali and met him a couple times at BlizzCon. And and so, you might say I think a lot it's the of, same thing. He probably wouldn't recognize my name either. But yeah, yeah, you 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 know when somebody starts criticizing a game you love, it's very easy to just throw the like the hater label on them, right? Tali is mm -hmm. like the least likely person to ever have the wow hater label thrown on him. <laughs> Like, he yeah. may gripe about something, but you know, and Blizz knows, that dude loves the game, right? Like, he mm -hmm. wants that, he wants this game for another 40 years to just keep going and keep doing its thing and keep being awesome. So, breaking from what we normally do, I'm going to play you a clip Ooh. so that if you haven't seen it, you know what we're talking about here. Um... And you're gonna see that it's only, I'm only gonna show you like the 20 seconds or 30 seconds that's relevant to what we're talking about. But to set it up, Towley expressed a few concerns, Zista, about the 9.1 release date and expressed them to some people that are on the inside, let's say. Now he, was, he didn't disclose them or anything, but he expressed those concerns to, to Blizzard staff that he knows in kind of a casual conversation, not like an interview format or anything. Right. So let's play that for them, uh, everybody watching, and then we'll, we'll come on back. Yeah. I spoke to someone over there, and I asked him about 9.1, and I was like, 9.1, man, or girl, whoever I was talking to, I was like, I'm worried. And, th and they, they even responded with, you know what, I'm worried too. Like a lot of people that are, that are at Blizzard, they're worried that... If 9.1 takes as long as they predict it will, that even by 9.1, people might not want to play it because of how long it takes or it will take. And these are people that are over there saying this. They know they're in trouble. They know they're in trouble. It's sad because they want 9.1 and they want this expansion to be so good and they're just, just having a hard time getting it done. So it's one thing, Zista, to be chatting with your stream, playing a game, and or doing a podcast like this and saying, you know, 9.1 feel, 9 feels a bit far away uh, and a bit too yeah. far away. That's one thing. To then express that there are people on the inside working on 9.1 that also have those concerns. That's an entirely different beast. And again, Towley said this like two Tuesdays ago, but that was by itself. Really, it didn't have, uh, you know, wasn't really worth bringing to the show. It was just, hey, Towley was chatting with his stream. And we really didn't have any information on any potential 9.1 at that time. I show you that clip because that changed, but let's talk about his clip because that is a very different beast to be talking about staff having those same concerns. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely it's definitely a whole other beast when when you get somebody that has insider information to basically relay that stuff. At the same time, like it, it feels like almost like the influencer probably shouldn't be mentioning those kind of things. Um, like that could bring up problems, you know, and and potential dealings in the future. Um, I don't think he meant anything malicious by it i think he was trying to like humanize the situation but yeah it's this is the the pandemic is still having echo effects 
going down the trickle like trickle effects down the line here of like certain things get delayed certain stuff like little things you take for granted of just like being able to walk over to somebody's desk and getting you know some information you know and just being like hey feedback what do you think of this you know like how it's got to go down the line and like it, the whole thing has to be you know if, if you're working with files or art or anything it's got to go somewhere three four times revisions come back this when before you could just edit it on the desk have somebody come by and be like no okay blue no let me change that blue but now you got to change it back send it and you send the whole file no this blue little lighter little dark just, you know it's like we could just reskin the elves in level yeah. six to a different color yeah. sorry i got so some gra like grandma's boy on the so line such a great movie now. such a great movie <laughs> yeah you you would it's if like you had everything just takes so stuff. so much extra time it's it's insane so like, yeah, and and, I, I, and to be honest, like when you look at the schedule wise, and again, I don't like mm -hmm. I know many people that work for Blizzard, but not to the extent to have these types of conversations with them, right? right. They're they're acquaintances, not close friends, uh, to me. So, and I don't have any knowledge of their scheduling and things. But if you just look from software development, which is what I do, and project management, which is what I do. If you had to pin what were they working on when COVID started, it was probably the 9.1 more than it was probably the expansion at that time. Because remember, this really didn't get started in the United States till March into April. The expansion came right. out, was originally scheduled to come out in October and came out in November. And granted, yes, they are still working on par portions of the expansions in that last five month run up to release. But the bulk of that is done. And a lot of the team or some of the team has moved on to start the 9.1, which had already started, but now is in earnest. So it's almost understandable to me that COVID hit 9.1 a little harder then it hit the expansion itself. I think it hit both, yeah. absolutely. But I think mm -hmm. it's understandable that it might hit 9-1 a little harder. But by that same token, there is the customer service aspect of the business that they've got to be watching. You have to, for living games like this, live service games, which most MMOs are, you, you have to keep pushing the content. And in an era where you are making extras of millions because of that same pandemic that put you behind, you have to be able to adjust to that. And it is a little concerning that we're now a year later and I don't see, I, in fact, I see more layoffs, right? Not adjustments to staff and, and allocation, but more layoffs. I don't know if that's necessarily the best look. I think you get a better look if you've been hiring to try and fix, hey, we're falling behind. We're sinking a little bit. We need to staff up a little bit. We're getting bludgeoned with demand, but they've kind of done the opposite. So it creates a, a bad look either way. Sure does, sure does. <laughs> Insightful commentary. <laughs> 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 no i'm just i'm just like sitting here thinking and i'm just like it's absolutely insane like like how crazy this pandemic has affected things and like you don't realize it until like you really start looking at it now because like you, you we have in in the notes here you have the the 
length between things, and I was actually just kind of staring at that, just like completely. When when you you're flabbergasted, now, aren't like, you? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it is. It's just like, what is going on? Like, I could understand, you know, like like I don't know. Like, it's it's really weird though watching two companies handle it differently because we all know yeah. that I'm a Final Fantasy 14 baby as well. And mm -hmm. Square Enix in Q4 of la I think it might have been Q3 actually, but in Q3 of Q4 when they announced financials and they were up and and things like that, they even said in their shareholders conference, they said, "Look, this is very very good financial outlook, a very very good financial report." But we need to call out and point out that 2021 is where we're probably going to get hurt the most. Not what we already had slated to release this year. Right. What we had slated to release next year, 2021 at the time, that's the year that we're going to get hurt a little bit. And so you stockholders, you need to be aware of that. There's going to be title shifting. Then you have Blizz who's kind of cordoned off themselves and, and just hey, Bobby Kotick gets a bonus. You know, that that stupid type of news. And would yeah. we be talking about this? Probably, but to the extent that we have in past shows. You guys still feel like it's taking a little too long? Yeah, I feel like it's taking a little too long. All right, let's go to the news. But we did get <laughs> an announcement from Blizz in the past week that acknowledges 9.1 a little bit and when it may be coming to the PTR. Yep. Yeah. From Bornak uh, on the official forums, with 9.05 or 9.0.5 behind us, we wanted to take a moment to update you on the 9.1 content for Shadowlands. In about two weeks, now keep in mind this was posted last week, in about two weeks we will have Chains of Domination available for the community on the PTR. Also, raid testing details will be posted a week or so after the PTR is online. There'll be a wide variety of content to check out for Chains of Domination. So as always, your testing will play a key role in iterating on this update. We can't wait to hear from, uh, we can't wait to get this in front of you and look forward to your feedback soon. So that's definitely good news, right? PTR, it's yep. coming. Fantastic, great news. What it also says though is in a couple of weeks. So let's take a couple at two, right? They said this last week. So let's put that at next Tuesday, right? We're estimating that date, April 13th. They didn't give an exact date. They just said a couple of weeks, but I think it's reasonable for us to estimate and put it on a Tuesday, right, uh, of mm -hmm. April 13th. So one week from today could <laughs> potentially be the date that we see 9.1 hit the PTR. That's not release. Yeah. That's no. hit the PTR. For a patch that has all the raid testing on top of that. yeah you got the, i was just about to say that's for a patch that not only has a raid but has a mega dungeon has a new zone has the new storylines coming with all of the covenant quests it is 9.1 is not a slouch of a dot one patch it's actually on the bigger side of the dot one patches if you look throughout history we've had dot ones that didn't have a raid at all We've had dot ones that put two old raids and made them five man heroics. You know, we we've had all of those types. This it, this dot one's pretty big, so we'll give them that. Yep. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a little chart here, beautiful graphic here. 
Yeah, this is the one I was just staring at before. <laughs> you take a look at that. That gives you the number of days from the expansion launch through the dot one patch for that expansion. And we have called out like little thi or bigger things, like if there was a raid included, you know, kind of giving you what raid. Now, if we just put in for Shadowlands the estimate, our estimated date, by the way, of the PTR launch of 4.13, and compare that to the actual launch date, the live launch date of all the dot ones, we are closing in on the longest. And that's just yeah. to get it to the PTR. That's just to get it to the PTR, Zista. Yeah. I mean, what I don't, I'm trying to think back in terms of like vanilla WoW because vanilla WoW seemed to have gone on forever, right? Like, no, you know what went on forever? Warlords of Draenor. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. But like, no, but like, I I was playing a lot of like vanilla, you know, and like I wasn't bothered by the fact that content wasn't coming because like that was kind of the new, like the, I wasn't big into MMOs and stuff before that. WoW was like, I don't want to say it was my introductory one because I played Star Wars Galaxy before that, but I wasn't like tracking how long updates went and you know trying to figure all that stuff out where so like vanilla just seemed like yeah and that's kind of a bad comparison a point time. for for you at that point like yeah. it, because when you're talking about star wars galaxies you're talking about a lot of user generated content <laughs> yeah right yeah, exactly. that's the game you can get by with less frequent pve patches when you're primarily based on a sandbox and not uh the pve right. experience so yeah that that would be a little bit of a Hey, it doesn't matter to me when you got to vanilla. Oh, there's a patch? Cool. There's not a patch? Okay, cool. It doesn't matter because you come from this. Yeah. You did the same shit for six months because it was you and yeah, your friends exactly. creating the content. Exactly. You know, so like vanilla, I don't, like, I, I don't have numbers for this obviously right now, but like I would like to see what, what the gap between some of those patches and stuff were because I feel like they might have been longer than Shadowlands right now. It's the way I feel at the time. I don't know, but... Yeah, Shadowlands is closing in on the longest, which was was Old War. Um, and uh, I mean, it's gonna surpass uh, it, right? It's it's good because we only oh, have eleven 100%. days. If we 100%. use four thirteen, they're not gonna test, you know, <laughs> nine dot one and the raid in eleven days and then push it live. So Shadowlands will exceed all timelines by the time we're said and done. It's eleven days shy just using the date that it's getting to the PTR. Yeah. Here's the concern. Yeah, here's the here's the concern for me. Like this is this is almost end of the expansion cycle gap. Not beginning yeah. of the expansion cycle gap. We're almost used to seeing these longer extended again Warlords of Draenor, let's call, let's hope uh it was an anomaly because that was you know one of the most expensive expansions for one of the ones with the fewest actual content. Uh, by the time it was all said and done. Uh, and I hope we're not going down that path. But this is end of the expansion. And Whole Milk saying it in chat. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, you're missing a very great visual. So check it out on YouTube. Uh, maybe they'll announce the next X-Pack when Dot One releases. Honestly, as silly as that sentence sounds, Zista, we actually wouldn't be all that far from starting to talk about the next expansion if yeah. Shadowlands had been on a more 
you know, Battle for Azeroth, uh, Burning Crusade type development timeline so far. That's a weird so, thought. It is. I actually I just pulled up the uh, the patch release history for Vanilla WoW. Um, so it launched on November seventh, two thousand and four. Uh, the first raid patch uh, was eight months later in July twelfth. Right, Assault and Blackwing Lair. But there was five patches between that. Four patches <sighs> between that. Um, we had uh, Moradon, new dungeon, introduced two months later. Uh, then we had a uh, another. We had Dire Maul added uh, three months after that. We had a uh, the epic priest and quest, uh, epic priest and hunter quests. Uh, added with the honor system in patch 1.4 in April. That was one month after that. Um, two months after that were Battlegrounds introduced, Alteric Valley and Warsong Gulch. And then uh, one month later in July, that's when Blackwing Lair was added. So they were doing like little micro updates. And I kind yeah. of, looking back, I kind of missed that, you know, instead yeah. of just like, let's do it all at once. Like, the I other feel concerning like now, thing, too, if you think about this, is that 141 should be 168. Yeah. The Shadowlands itself was delayed a month. Yeah. So if it if it mm -hmm. had come out on time, we'd right. we'd be at 168 right now. And I got to say actually, I I fully expect that this probably isn't coming until my personal guess. If all goes well in testing, by the way. Mhm. Mm and they don't want to just rush it out the door because they have I'm the concerns that, that Towley expressed. Early May, I think you're wishing on a star, Whole Milk. I mm -hmm. think you're wishing on a star. I think yep. this stays, stays in PTR for two months, a month and a half to two months. I would guess late June to mid-July. Personal that guess. Is exactly, that is exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, early May. I think you're wishing on a star. This is a big patch. You got it. Credit where due. But if they're going to test it fully, I mean, the, the raid testing is usually what? Two to three weeks by itself, isn't it? When the raid yeah. hits the PTR? Yeah, because they usually spend a weekend on like one or two bosses. Usually like um, a Saturday will be one boss. A Sunday will yeah. be another boss. So, and we got the um, mega dungeon, which has got eight bosses of its own for that content, and then the actual just you know general story content and new zone and stuff like that too. I think I think early May is a total pipe dream, chat. I think that's that's yeah. not gonna happen. I think if you wanted to wish on a star and maybe had a possibility, June, early June. I think most likely late June. I'm sorry, um, uh, mid mid July. Yeah, late late June into mid July, which yeah. would then put this you know, 200 days over, which I could see why Towley might be concerned, and more importantly, why Towley's comments are even more relevant. Looking at it this way, that why Blizzard staff might be concerned. Yeah, I don't know. I, looking back, I miss this old release style of just like you have a, a dungeon ready, just throw it out there. Like the boom, you know, you don't have a raid ready, whatever. You got some other stuff going in the middle, you know, just little stuff like just staggering stuff, just 
like if you were just to drop the the new mega dungeon right now with all the other content not ready that's enough to tide people over to not have them be super upset just like give us little bits and pieces that strategy um of of release might actually benefit them more in the pandemic i think they've totally lost the ability to do that not that they don't want to or that they wouldn't consider it i don't think the systems support it anymore their development is so iterative iterative and built on previous systems i don't think they can just say hey let's put that new dungeon in that that uh mega dungeon in because the systems that they've built for the gearing the valor point spending that it just doesn't they can't put it in as a bite-sized piece uh by itself uh I mean, they could like they could put it in right now, put the 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 mega dungeon in, but not have like any power creep rewards. Just scale it down to the stuff, the same stuff we're getting. It's at least something new to run. Gives the people that are actually running keystones, you know, something new to try. Get okay, acquainted what, what, with the does, dungeon you, a little does bit. Does that really solve it though? I mean, because you, you it doesn't solve you, it. You but run it, it a couple of times over the course it, of two weeks. You know? There's no real incentive to run it. It becomes another Torghast, and then when 9.1 does come and you you make gear changes to it, nobody wants to go back and do it. Like I'm with you. Throw yeah. throw as many dungeons at me as you want. I love it just, running. It just ma- masks the the content taking forever. You know, just if right. you release it in small little bite size, then you feel yeah. like you're still getting something. You know, like it it keeps things fresh to a degree instead of waiting seven months, eight months to get one giant piece of content. Just throw a little bit at us. You know, like even just throwing a a couple quest chains at us that we didn't have before. You know, like anything. You know, I don't know. Let me ask you this. So on the scale of this is fine to, oh my God, Azeroth is burning down. <laughs> <laughs> on that mm. scale. Oh my God, does... the tree is on fire. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Did you see what bitch did? Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> on that scale uh, of that, and if we both are in agreement, you know, late June to mid-July, there's others talking about August, so I'm not willing to quite go that far, but I could see why they might, think it is because this is a big dot one patch comparatively yep. speaking uh to other dot ones where do you fall on this scale how important is this to get out because perception definitely or reception i should say definitely comes into this too where you can't afford to really have dot one be late and be broken in a lot of ways you, you can't have both <laughs> you shouldn't have any but you really can't have both yeah for me, I personally don't mind the the delay in content. This is just I, I'm probably in the minority of the, the. I'm I'm not somebody who sits and plays one game, and I think Burn, you can agree with me on this. There's there's a lot of games that are out there right now that that people are interested in and want to play, and uh, for me, this is just time to go do that. Um, I I welcome times like this. You know, I like that big gap at the end of an expansion where I get to play a lot more stuff than what I normally do instead of sitting on WoW constantly and farming and grinding and this, that. Like, I, I like having this little break to feel rejuvenated, to want to come back for, for the more content. But at the same time, this is a subscription-based game. Yeah, I was just saying, at the same time, you're yeah. paying $15 a month to exactly. play other things. Exactly. Unless you want to so, let your subscription lapse and then come back, and there are people who right. do that, that's totally fine. Yeah. So you know, it it's 
it's it's rough. I'm I'm gonna stay sub to WoW no matter what, whether I'm playing it or whether I'm not. Like I'm I'm subbed. That's just how it goes for me. Um, I'm always gonna play at least one day a week. You know, like raid night. I will log on Friday nights till the next patch as right. long as everybody's still you know coming. If we decide you know in a couple months and it's like we're still a month out and we want to just take a break. You know, and stop raiding until whatever. Like, we'll we'll deal with that when the time comes, and I may not log on every week, you know, or something at that point. But I'm content with where it is right now. I can understand why people are upset uh, with not wanting to sub at this point, and you know, we have all those incentives of you know, here's a new mount for the six month subscribers, and it's like, yeah, that's great for the yeah, people that are the already shitty subbing, side but, of this right you now. Know? We talked yeah. about them taking the different game time cards away, besides the sixty days. When you yeah. combine it with stuff like this, it looks like, hey, you're concerned with people mm -hmm. doing exactly what we just talked about and saying, okay, you know what? I'll see you in July. I'll see you in August. I'm going to unsub and go play Final Fantasy, or I'm going to unsub because Outriders just came out, or I'm going to unsub mm -hmm. and, and do this uh, and play that for a while, and I'll come back. You know, it's almost like, well, wait a minute, Blizz, now I got to buy 60 days. Oh, it's like you knew there were going to be people doing this or putting incentives on right now for the three and six month things, I think is just terrible optic wise right now. It's absolutely terrible. Mm -hmm. It's like, we'll give you a mount if you stay subbed. We'll have content. Trust me. It'll be later this year. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see how this impacts the rest of the schedule, the dot two, the dot three, the expansion announcement because I think we're in for a little longer between the two expansions uh, than, than we may have experienced in the past. And if there's no con there, if there's no additional content to absorb that time, you know, you, can, you, can you get away with more time between the two expansions but the same number of patches as you typically have? I don't think you can when you're talking about nine-month intervals. I've even heard people say we're only going to have two raid tiers. I've, yeah, expansion. I've heard that too. You know? And I'm like, how do you possibly think that's going to be the case? You really think that we're only going to get two because they're going to want to push the next expansion? Because, like, if they're having trouble releasing little patches and you know, not little, but patches for this this expansion, how do you expect them to pull out a whole nother expansion right. quickly enough that you know? I don't see it. I I think we'll still have the same amount. Um, it might be this might be the longest expansion for wow uh it might just take that time but you know like just come out and say it blizzard you're struggling from covid yeah. people will understand you know like that's all you gotta say i think you're gonna you get that as a pass on the dot one i don't think you get it as a pass on dot two dot three dot one i, I mean, think i think people like myself sure. that understand probably when things were being developed dot one was probably yeah. very very impacted by covid um well as you gotta if that's an impacted like you gotta expect dot two is gonna be affected as no, well maybe i don't not think i don't think same. that's i don't think that's a reasonable expectation that you can assume well, oh, well, dot one is delayed degree. dot two may be delayed a little bit dot three may be delayed a bit little bit no work within the con you just you just made yeah. extra millions bring in the staff that you need to take care of it in the short yeah. term uh if yeah, your yeah. concern is re customer retention over profits which Okay, I, I just lost. We're talking about Blizzard, Activision Blizzard right now. So it's not about customer retention over profits right now. Yeah. I'm just saying if, if it's hard if it's hard enough for them to build one thing yeah. to like plan out and then start building the second thing before the first thing's even done is probably an unlikely expectation. So That's fair. they're you know, like they're they're gonna like yeah, I'm sure the planning 
the creative aspect of it and like the thinking and the planning and, and the, the written work was not affected. Yeah. But the actual creation of it, I still think it's going to have a trickle. Is it going to affect it to the degree that, uh, dot, you know, dot one? No, Hopefully I don't think not. so. Hopefully but, not. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. But I, I still think it'll affect it. Not not this drastically, but but maybe by a month or so. Hey, uh, remember to take care of your tadpoles. The uh, March of the Tadpoles is to. going on right now. Yeah. Help those murlocs. Adopt your favorite tadpole. Feed it. Don't let it get eaten by shit. That started yesterday. Go have fun. Uh, Easter event also I've actually started never done it. You've never done it? That's I've like one of the it. few WoW events I, I can remember actually doing. <laughs> Yeah, I do everyone in Final Fantasy. I'm sporadic and wow. I remember doing tadpoles. <laughs> uh, I have never done Noble Garden. That's also running right now. Have you done that one? Get your buddy. Uh, yeah, Noble Garden. Um, Noble Garden's going on right behind me right now. Yeah, uh, look at all those rabbits running all over the place. People chasing after them, getting the eggs. Yeah, I've done that. I've gotten pretty much everything except for like the transmog pieces, but like. The, all the hearthstones, pets, toys, mounts that I got all those. You have all the achievements? Yeah. So that you have the title, The Noble? I do. I do. Zista I actually made noble. sure I got all that before before uh the was it Burning Crusade yeah. when they added? Like that that time I got everything that one go so that by the time the one year mark hit, I had the three ten flying speed and didn't have to pay for it. Zista the so, Noble. Speaking of BC, that's the time walking event this week. I'm sure you're thrilled. It's your favorite. Black Temple's there, yep. though, if you want to do some time walking raiding. I already got both my war glaives. I don't need them again. You and your damn demon They're hunter. They're on my rogue, though, so I might need them on my demon hunter. All right, let's leave WoW for a little bit, talk about some other <laughs> stuff here. Let us know what you think, by the way, about 9.1 and its delay. And if you've got a guess about the release date, Go ahead and put it in the comments underneath this video, either on our YouTube page or right on readycheckradio.com. We'd love to hear what you think. Do you agree with Tally? Is there concern at Blizz? You know, have you heard stuff through the grapevine? Let us know. Uh, put it down below. Moving on, let's talk a little Overwatch. I wanted to actually ask you something about Overwatch. Uh, we spent a lot of time on Overwatch last week. We spent quite a bit of time on Overwatch last week. Um, I I, I want to ask you about the uh, the archives event. So that just started, oh, right? Yeah. This right here. Yes, that, that. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, when we saw the trailer like two or three days ago, to, I think was it two days ago? Yeah, I think it was two days ago. Uh, yeah, April fourth. Uh, uh, some fans immediately kind of got miffed. Now, this event started today, but fans were a little upset about it, apparently, because it kind of looked like just the same as, you know, there was every year there's like new this and that, and it didn't look like there was any this and that this year. It, is that what ended <laughs> up happening? Like, is that the case? Or did Blizzard no. just like pull a fast one and the, the trailer didn't reveal anything? Like, what happened? Yeah, here? I think... People were I think pissed. the trailer my my assumption is they didn't spend any time with the trailer updating it um they probably just recycled one from from like the year before or something like that and threw it out for us um we do in fact have 
new uh, skins, new challenges. Um, there's stuff I actually I saved it here because uh, I wanted I wanted to open my loot box that, that I get. Uh oh. Um, we're gonna open it right here. Uh oh. Gonna open it. Breaking news okay. right here on Ready Check Radio. Oh, you got shit. You got garbage. Imagine I got, that. I got actually three of them, so it's all right. All right. Just for well, logging maybe in, this will be three. better. Oh, we got a perps. We got a purples. Ah, uh, it's garbage. I got a. I got a new That's emote. Garbage. It's all right. That's trash. And then the last one. Oh, no perps. Just a blue. Oh. Oh. No. No. Nothing good. Nothing good. But uh. Yeah, here's here's all the new stuff, right? So we got uh, this Genji skin here. This one uh, I actually saw Mr. Jason Winters talking about in our yeah. He wasn't a, he wasn't that group. big a fan. No, no. I don't know. Did I Is read right, it right, Jason? Jason? Did you like this one or did you not like it? I don't remember. Jason's in chat talking about spicy owl news that broke this morning. Overwatch League news. I I, I assume I assume he's talking about. Uh, uh, fearless, I, I would assume. Mm. He said I was a fan of the skin. I'm just not a fan of Genji. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. I misunderstood. Thought he didn't like the skin. What else do you got there? We got the soldier one. I really, I, really like. This I like one. that very colonial soldier looking. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, cavalry tracer skin looks all right. It's not her best skin, but it's not bad. We had a musketeer for uh, Widowmaker, which that uh, looks sharp. the skin is the skin is called musketeer, just in French. I'm not even going to begin to try to pronounce that because I don't speak French. <laughs> and then uh, Zarya, I think this is one of Zarya's better skins. That is sharp. It's all right. I'm not a big Zarya fan. Um, and then the weekly challenge skins. We got the uh, the Lucio. This is for week one. We got the Mercy for week two. I don't know how I feel about that hair. It just looks weird. Mm. Used to her being a blonde. And then Sub Aquatic Zenyatta. This is week two. So Mercy, I guess, is week three. Yeah. So I like this one, the deep sea diver. That is nice. So there was so there it was much ado about nothing then. Yeah, pretty much. Overwatch pretty much. players decided to be little babies because they didn't see new sexies in the trailer and they got the new sexies, right? That's, that's what ended up yeah. happening. All yeah. Right. So from, from what I understand, um, the way this event works, and this is probably one of the events that you would actually enjoy, Mike, is this is a PVE event. Um, uh, is it in so Overwatch? Yeah, I, I probably, it is. probably wouldn't enjoy it. No, I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. You, you had me at PVE um, Overwatch. So you get you get these uh, these challenge missions here in the arcade, and they're based on you get three different stories. You got Uprising, Retribution, and Storm Rising. Each one of them are story, uh, where the first three options you get a set of four heroes that you you have to play. Everybody gets to pick one. Like if you get in and you lock Tracer in first, you're the only person that can play Tracer. The other three have to fight over the other three that are left. Um, but then they have the all heroes mode where you could queue up as anybody. But for the actual story with the dialogue and the cutscenes and all that, you got to play with those those particular ones. And I feel like this is kind of like a preview of what Overwatch Two is probably going to yeah, be like. It in sounds terms of like what exactly what they have planned for the, yeah. the hero mode. Yeah. So this is one of my favorite events, and it's ever since like this event was going on four or five years ago. 
like this is something that I always wanted in Overwatch was the story mode. So, um, but yeah. <laughs> so the way that if this... I play Overwatch this week, he'll play with me. <laughs> <laughs> so the way this works is they actually changed this. Um, they changed this a little bit this year uh, in terms of like previous ones. Um, previously, you would have to do nine wins to unlock this this Lucio skin here. Um, but it, from what I see now, because I haven't done it yet, is you earn 10, 20, or 30 stars in the archive missions, uh, earn double credit for Uprising. The reward is the icon. So you get a player icon at 10, you get a spray at 20 stars, and then the uh, the skin at 30 stars. To earn the stars, you go in, you do the uh, the challenge modes and stuff like that. Right. Um, and it says, so this one is Uprising. So this week, all the Uprising ones give double points. So obviously, you're going to want to play um, Uprising. These are the same as the story mode, the challenge ones, except they have modifiers on the stuff. So like in um, uh, in Uprising here, you have this the first one that's Molten Cores, where the enemies drop lava when they die. The other one are Glass Cannon. Players have very little health, but they do you know three times Tons more damage. Tons of damage, right. And then the bulletproof uh, barriers, the enemy barriers are invulnerable. They do not break. So they're they're different. They're challenging. They they add a little new spin for the people like me who have been doing the story modes year after year, and they're kind of repetitive at this point. These these are the new little modifiers. This is like what our mythic pluses are in WoW, where it's just like here's some modifiers. But this you get to pick your modifier. You don't you don't have to wait each week and be like, no, I don't like this modifier. You know so. That's that's what You're I like. I ain't running that. that. Let me see what's the modifier. Yeah. Nope, ain't running mythics this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I finished all these last year when they came on. I get the achievements for finishing them all. Um, and but the difficulties default on it. I think you're you're on expert difficulty on every single one of these challenges. Oh, yeah. you don't I'm not worried about that. that. <laughs> I'm an expert. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of uh, Jason Winter mentioning things in chat, the Boston Uprising in the Overwatch League has parted ways with Soon uh, based on visa complications. Apparently, um, they're not a fan of the team playing remotely. They'd rather have them all in one place. So, unfortunately... I mean, it's, I, is he going to get picked up by anybody? I mean, I've, you you want that tracer, right? But... It's a it's a bit late, and uh, maybe yeah. later in the season by by some team here. But uh, talk about shitty timing. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see where uh, where soon ends up. Uh oh, the the April Fools thing. I <laughs> I actually want. <laughs> I forgot about the April Fool's thing. So everybody apparently still wants Diva to keep her April Fool's buff. <laughs> uh, so you like you you eject right, and then you're you're weak, right? Well, in the April mm-hmm. Fool's you know buff modes where everybody had different modifiers and stupid things on certain abilities, the eject ultimate ability ends up. Uh, calling mech after a cooldown, and the mech slammed into the ground so Diva can get back inside. And it was, it was doing like 600 damage when it slammed into the ground. So basically, it was totally overriding <laughs> like different specials across the board, <laughs> like uh, Winston's Primal Rage. 
okay, yeah, 850 hit points. That's great. T- let's take 600 of those bitches away. <laughs> just, <laughs> just keep that. Yeah. Apparently, uh, players like that. You can't keep that in game. I mean, that would no. just be ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's bad enough because I think it does like 50 damage normally. And yeah. it's bad enough when you're at low health and you die to that. And like it's in the kill feed and it shows you got crushed by the mech. And it's like super embarrassing. It's more embarrassing, I think, than being punched to death. Um, it's just like, oh, if, you that, know what if I, that was in the game, you know what I so wish they broken. did keep. You know, I, you know what I wish that they did keep though. They but, definitely should have kept this shit right here. This and they've done this for years, but this should just be a mainstay. This should be a mode that I can just turn on and just give yeah. everything googly eyes. Although this year, even the payloads had googly eyes. <laughs> 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 I. Freaking love Overwatch with googly eyes. Uh, this is just fantastic. This is how you market to me, Blizzard. <laughs> this is how you market your PvP-based game to me. Slap some googly eyes on shit, and I'm all The best aboard. one, I think, the best one was, I think it was Hammond, right? the hamster. He's got a pair of sunglasses that, like, when he does the thing, he, like, the dramatic gopher, like, he whips his head. And when the sunglasses fall off and the googly eyes remain, like that is that's yeah. my favorite. Q, Q is right. Mike's a simple man with simple needs. I just need some googly <laughs> eyes. That's all. That's all I need. Uh, Even the payloads having it was fantastic. Like, they, yeah. This should be just something I should be able to turn on and off. Stop stop teasing me every year with this. I'm going to let this run. I think Jason's act. right. What's that? Bob doesn't have googly eyes. <laughs> no. That's very, no. very upsetting. Uh, I'm going to let this run a little bit so that everybody can check these out. Um, <laughs> the, the googly eyes. Uh, but I do want to ask you, though, like, remember when uh, Overwatch was getting talks of, like, a, a Netflix special? And I, I think Diablo yeah. was in the mix, too. Like, we haven't heard anything on that mm-hmm. front, right? But we've seen over the last few years, like, Castlevania uh, do its thing animated. We've seen Valve just recently with Dota, which... Apparently, I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet, but even for non-Dota fans of the game, they're finding the, the animated uh, anime very enjoyable, so uh, I'll have to check that out. Like, should there I've be, actually heard the exact same. Should there be an Overwatch or a Diablo one? It was, like, almost not really confirmed by different people over the, the last couple of years on, oh, I'm working on a project, oh, I'm final talks with Blizzard about the... Like, should there be one, or... Or is oh maybe I kind of feel like Diablo could do it. I kind of feel like Overwatch. There's all there's hours of every Overwatch single one of the short franchises right could do now it. already out there. And isn't that what they're kind of banking on doing with Overwatch too? Like I don't. I think if you were gonna do a short, a, a, a an animated series or or anything like that with Netflix, if you're gonna do it with Overwatch, you probably should have already done it, right? I just get get the feeling that maybe that's that type of content they kind of want that in Overwatch Two right now. I don't know. What, what right. do you What do you think? I definitely would watch a Diablo one. An Overwatch one, I think, would have to be something real special for me to take a look at it. I honestly think every single one of their franchises could do it. I mean, like really? everything, Lost Vikings, like everything. Like 
pull it pulled back the curtain on all of it i want to see a rock and roll <laughs> racing one like i oh want everything God. you know like a rock you, and, and you roll can't tell me rock and roll one. racing wouldn't be a badass cartoon like it definitely uh, would you know, jason saying shaftnet needs to get to work on it he does yeah he does yeah. whatever shaftnet's doing right now take it yeah, off of him mm -hmm. and send him over to netflix uh and get yep. that shit done get that shit done i believe he's actually working on overwatch 2 cinematics yeah so Yes, he um, is. But yeah, I want to see a um, Diablo one. I'd love to see a Diablo one. All of them, one. all of them would be good. But the the problem is, I don't want them on Netflix. Why? I don't want like, I want Blizzard to do them in house. Like Blizzard does some fantastic work. You look all the way back. Great, we're gonna Vanilla get it in WoW's 2043 at this rate. <laughs> we just talked about 9.1. <laughs> mm -hmm. But like their their in house tools, their in house engine for like you can't tell me you wouldn't watch an entire uh, animated series of of like just the the WoW like in house like in game cutscenes like the stuff that they do in engine. You know, I like actually what we wouldn't. Saw for, for I wouldn't. Savannah's. No. No. Um, I would if you went back to the animation style of um, uh, BC and Lich King. I'm I'm not a fan of like the more simplified cartoonish look of some of the lead characters these days. I mean, it's fine. I'll, I'll watch it in game and deal with it in game, but I just think I liked the older aesthetic in Burning Crusade, Wrath of the Lich King, where, yeah, it was cartoony, but there seemed to be a little more realistic proportions, facial design, stuff yeah. like that. They've changed over the years. Maybe more people like it better, but I like, I would watch it back in that era, yes. Probably yeah. not in this, because the, like, Anduin's face bothers me. Like this might sound, <laughs> <laughs> this is such a stupid thing, <laughs> but Anduin's head bothers me. I'm like, nobody has a skull that looks like that. That skull is a bowling ball on a toothpick. That is just, yeah. no, I'm sorry. I'd watch it. I'd but watch like, the shit out of a Diablo one though. Just imagine in, them in the, going in, back in, though, in, the, and in, the, in the engine scenes for Diablo three. Hell yeah. I'd watch one of those. Hell yeah, I would. Just imagine them going in engine like what we just saw for the Chains of Domination, you know, uh, cinematic, right? The the reveal thing like that. But imagine them going back to like Vanilla WoW and retelling that entire story of, of Vanilla in, in an animated format that was like a TV show length worth of time, you know, 12 to 16 episodes or whatever. Like it would be amazing. And Hell, then, I'm almost to the point yeah. though that I'm like, just give me the animated series and cancel the MMO. I just, just let me. <laughs> <laughs> I give you 15 bucks a month as long as you give me four episodes a month. Let's just keep going. Let's keep going. So you want you want Blizzard to be a live streaming uh, right? Like, Netflix don't make me play this shit instead. anymore. <laughs> don't make me play this anymore. Just let me put it on while I play Rocket League. Uh, <laughs> that 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 signs you're getting old, Mike. I am. You don't, get you off don't my, want to play games. Get off my damn lawn. Um, <laughs> all these Blizzard employees on my lawn. Speaking of Diablo, <laughs> Diablo 3's new season started, 23. Mm -hmm. uh, not a lot of news. I mean, for the season, there's a lot of cool stuff. The, the biggest of which is obviously right. the new followers uh, and the, the whole like revamp to the follower system. You got the, your, your new theme and your seasonal cosmetics and all that stuff. But yes, yes. Uh, I do like the the Hadrig's gift uh, sets. Those look pretty badass. Uh, you got to complete chapters two, three, and four of the season journey, and you'll get those gifts. 
But uh, followers, obviously the big one. This is a kind of a, a question here. I feel like... I, like Diablo, everybody wants multiplayer every time a Diablo comes out. But then they always end up doing stuff down the road that just allows you to play it single player. And I feel like followers definitely fall into that bucket for me. They're definitely in the category of helping you solo this game uh, a little easier. I yep. don't know. For me, it's fine. Well, no, but I know there's an awful lot of people that love the multiplayer aspect of this. I can count on the num on two hands the number of times I've partied up with friends in Diablo. That is like my yep. go-to chill with Netflix on the monitor game is is Diablo and just run around and, and kill shit. So followers, I'm all for them, but I know you tend to party with a few people when Diablo 3 came out. Are you taking advantage of followers or are you just like holding on for Diablo 4 or Diablo 2 uh, uh, remaster at this point? Um, I'm not big into these season events. I think I've ever done one one time, right? So I, I remember... I don't remember if it was the first season or like season three or five. It was early in the game of the seasons. Is uh, me and Omikins one time on a whim just decided we're going to do the season. And we did like everything up to like, I think it was a pet reward or something like that, which we did that all in one day, which was like 16 hours of nonstop playing the game. Um, I just, I don't know. Seasons never never really appealed to me. The fact that we're in season 23 right now is just kind of overwhelming to me. It's just like, oh my god. Like, I couldn't imagine playing Diablo for 23 seasons. I couldn't. I like Diablo, don't get me wrong. Like, I just, I don't like it enough to keep playing it that long. The, you know, that's that's where we differ. You like your Diablo? I like my Overwatch, you know? Yeah, and that's why we're very good friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna, I don't, don't want to play some Overwatch this. tonight, right? No, I'm going to be busy playing Avengers. Um, oh, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you are pumped for Diablo 2 Remastered's alpha, though. Runs yeah, from one, one, I'll, I'll definitely day, try it. I'm through the. 12th. I'm a little upset though. Why? Because you didn't get invited. Oh, no, I'm. I'll probably be in it, but um, it's 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 not that. It's uh, my class isn't there. Well, yeah, but it, hell, neither is the full game. You're only getting Axe one yeah, and yeah. two, so yeah. What? So who do you? We get. We're getting what? Sorceress, Barbarian, and Amazon. Yep. So who do you? Who do you want? I'd probably play the Amazon out of those three, to be honest. What's your class of choice? Necromancer. Necro. Yeah, my man. I knew there was a reason I liked you sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just sometimes. <laughs> Uh, and it's only single player, by the way. We should point that out because we were just talking about multiplayer right. with uh, the follower system in D3. The technical alpha, only act one and two, only those three classes, and it is single player. But it's going to run until, what, like April 12th. So you'll, um, you'll have like four days, the 8th through the 12th, if you happen to get invited. They'll be going out in waves in your email uh, finally, up before we go to lore or lies, let's talk a little Hearthstone. It did have its expansion launch. Kind of want to just bring it all back and follow up on that one. Hey, surprise, Hearthstone had a rocky expansion launch. 
I'm sure you're shocked and amazed by this. Uh, there are patch notes that are just a list of bug fixes. Just an absolute list of bug fixes that were put in this week. So mm -hmm. hopefully this will help <laughs> alleviate some things. Zista, what do you, what do you got there? What, what are you doing? Besides your Hearthstone lagging out like crazy. <laughs> He's like, you are oh. lagging yourself out like crazy. There you go. You're back. I did. There. I'll you're, fix now. You're back. Because I still had Overwatch open. My ah, gotcha. Gotcha. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? Doing this. So, yeah, there are I a ton had, of like, bug wow, fixes. Uh, Overwatch and Hearthstone all up. <laughs> <laughs> there are a ton of bug fixes. Uh, so, check, take a look at, at those uh, if you've been playing Barons, uh, Forged in the Barons. Book of Mercenaries uh, goes live today. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Some uh, some PVE content in your card games. You a fan? Like, do you um, do that stuff? I, kind of here and there. Um, I used to do them a lot more. Um, I've on it. Well, I've you did been, punk out I've and end so up buying absorbed. this, so I figure you'd be like all over all of the content. Well, so like here's Book of Heroes, right? Right. There's 32 updates for Book of Heroes. This was the last expansion, right? 32 of them. I'm in the middle of one of them right now. Like, so it's like, you know, I'm challenged two of eight. Um, can't too many dialogue, but I don't know. Like, I like I have every uh, encounter or every uh, a sing single player thing that they've they've released. I I want to say like I finished all of them up through like kobolds and catacombs. Um. And then everything after that is like half completed. I've never, never just sit here and, and hammered them all. So out. I guess the answer but is no. You don't do those things. <laughs> I do them. I just don't do them to completion. I just don't do them to completion. Like so, with this one, we get a new hero, and uh, in doing so, by finishing it, we end up with a. You get a card pack that is like a warrior booster. So you get a card pack that is contains only warrior cards for completing it. So. Um, for me, when I played through Book of Heroes, I kind of played through the classes that I enjoy playing and the ones that I didn't, I just kind of put off to the side. So, Well, it's important that when you're playing with your Hearthstone, you always play with it through to completion. Um, let's... <laughs> Old Milk in chat says, thank God Zista isn't a surgeon. Surgeon <laughs> did the surgery, but not to but completion. Not to completion. I didn't. We got yeah. started, but... Uh... <laughs> You died. Why? Didn't we say that before on the show? I th that's the second time Whole Milk has put that in our chat. This feels vaguely familiar that we were talking about somebody dying from you being their doctor, not because the surgery wasn't a success, but because it wasn't finished. Uh, anyway, yes. <laughs> Was I supposed to close that incision? Uh, if you want six free packs, by the way, hurry up. Go link your Blizzard account and your YouTube. The drops are uh, are still... Still uh, running. There's still a thing, so you can get six. Yeah, I'm surprised free, because them switching to YouTube. I didn't. I wasn't sure how the drops. I think they because like I know well, they, we had the problem with Overwatch the drops to get anybody to watch on YouTube. Well, yeah, we had the problem. That's that was the big problem when yeah. Overwatch League came over to to YouTube. It's like they didn't have a system in place for drops, so 
I think that contributed to a lot of numbers spiking, you know, like not in anybody's favor for watching yeah. uh, when that first went over. But now it seems like they got that system all sorted out. I personally do not have my account linked to YouTube, so I need to go do that. I don't either, and I'm not going to. Um, you can keep your six free packs. I'll keep my dignity. Okay. I don't. It, it's not really a dignity. You don't want thing. Overwatch unlocks later. Apparently, from what Jason said in love. chat, the drops for Overwatch League didn't work when they finally yeah. did get them up and running. Yeah. Uh, let's slide over and disaster. do lore or lies. This is the segment of the show where we give you three statements based in Blizzard or Warcraft lore. We've been following the story of Shadowlands right now, so it'll be Warcraft-based. Our lore keeper, Missy, you can follow her right there on Twitter at LilMissy4205. Lovely of her to volunteer her knowledge and expertise. We thank her and all the other volunteers at Ready Check Radio so much, so much. Now, we only have two of us, so I'll read one, Zisto will read one, then I'll read one. Again, you have to tell us if statement one, two, or three contains the falsehood and what we were lying about in the comments below on readycheckradio.com or over on the YouTube channel. Now, our lore keeper left a, a subtle inconsistency last week with the numbers in lore or lies. And if you paid attention between the second and the third statement, you probably got this. The lie was in the second statement as there are five traits of the ideal Maldraxi soldier. One, the ambition to rise above one's foes. Two, the might to crush them. Three, the uh, insight to discern their plans. Four, the guile to outwit them. And five, the relentless pursuit of victory, even in the face of inevitable defeat. That's last week's. This week, with the seat of the Primus locked and the house of the Chosen remains against the treason of the other two, to keep the house from falling, reinforcements are required. So here we go. Statement number one. The houses in Maldraxxus have two barons to support the Margrave. Baroness Draca was one of the House of Eyes, and the other was sent to investigate what happened to the House of Rituals. Draca has not heard from them since, but they may have found something. Uh, the second house of Eyes Barons is a denizen from Azeroth as well. Lady, now Baroness, Vosh. Before she will help the House of the Chosen, she needs to finish her mission first at the House of Rituals, but she wishes to learn more information first. Statement three, before helping the Baroness, though, she wants to test her might against yours. She'd be completely embarrassed if you could not best her a second time. And the treachery of Maldraxxus will require more strength than when you last saw her. Which one of those three statements has the falsehood? And what is the falsehood? Let us know in the comments below. And maybe we'll uh, give out a, an honorary award to you next week. Chat, as always, once we're done here, don't go anywhere. We've got a streamer coming up to uh, hang out, and oh man, Jason, I am so happy about what you're streaming tonight. How are you, my friend? Hey, why don't we have drops for this show? We should. We, we should. For? This is the number two YouTube channel on the planet. It is. That's we what the staff tells for, us. <laughs> for I don't know, for this crap on, on your shelves behind you. Yes. We could have <laughs> Marvel <laughs> Avenger drops. Yeah. No, nobody wants that. No, that's just the player number that's dropping. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> System must spit out his water. 
<laughs> anyway, Jason, what the hell are you streaming after the show today? Uh, I'm going to be streaming Nier Automata, which I started over the weekend. Love it. Uh, streamed out on my channel, and I'm going to keep going today. So Love it. So you're not that far into it, but you said you're enjoying it so far. But you're yeah, not like, yeah, really heavily like, really invested the, yet. I'm liking the combat of it. It's, it's, got, it's pretty interesting, pretty varied. It, and it just gets better. Wait till you start getting to the MMO-style bosses and, and stuff like oh, that. Boy. I think you'll love it. I think you'll love it. Chat, mm -hmm. if you want to check it out, watch Jason experience it for the first time. Hang tight. We're going to do a couple minutes post-show, get things settled down here. We'll go dark for 20 seconds. Jason Winter will be back. Of course, we'll be back next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern with another episode of Snowbound, the Blizzard podcast. Until then, Zista, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me down here at itzista or on Twitch at Zista, X-I-Z-T-A. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O, so you get tweets on all the shows when they go live and when we're hanging out on stream. You can come hang out with us. Stay safe. We'll see you out on the servers. Later. That almost made me spit on my water. What, you didn't like my picture? <laughs> <laughs>